0: What's up? We're super excited to have you here with us. If y'all do not know this gorgeous face, you're going to get to know this gorgeous face. This is Morgan Gold, okay? The only one with the Midas touch. Quit playing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You froze like I was Medusa. (laughs) Yeah, just stay there. But
0: yeah, (laughs) for sure, for sure. We're so excited to have you here, of course, you. I'm and yes. you know we love you because when we first find your page, we be like, "Yep, that's She's our right
1: type. Up. She's our star." Yep. You guys have that's been our, type. Big our big star, big star in the making. You guys have been huge supporters, which has been um, it's meant a great deal. So thank you.
2: Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, for we're showing it back.
1: You. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like. The greatest gift that this career has given me, honestly, is just, like, so many people to believe in around me, you guys included, like, um, you know, I try to surround myself right now with uh, entrepreneurs and brands that are just, you know, killing it and making the dream happen and, you know, setting the stage for what the world will evolve into, and that's y'all, so...
0: Oh thank you. Yes, that's I appreciate us. you saying it, that. That is us,
1: sure. but it's
0: not just us, it's the community of us that's actually working together to make sure that we're all seen, we're all heard, and that we just love on each other because any any form of art from anybody comes from the heart. And we just want to feed into that.
1: So I agree, yeah. I agree. Especially when that art comes from badass women. Okay. Yes. yes tell them tell them them. that's right (laughs) tell them
2: tell them all um if anybody doesn't know you're in Chicago right yes 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 and uh that's um, my place I love my
0: place
2: (laughs) Amanda's from Chicago yeah we're gonna come visit yeah, we are. We are. I'm
0: playing, yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah, I'll definitely but once come Once we back. get
2: bulletproof vests and our Humvee is bulletproof glass.
0: Oh, uh, look. Yeah. I keep telling people, I keep telling people like it's like that, but at the same time, it's not.
1: I'm scared. There's
0: there's two sides to everything.
1: Well, I mean, like the thing is, is every every city, every area, but especially every major city has its uh, safe havens and places of criminal activity. It's just, it's a, it's a widespread, it's a widespread thing. And I think just, I don't know. I think newscasters just really love specifically giving Chicago that reputation. You know what I mean? I think just cause it works. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I, I've lived here for six years and, you know, I mean like, you know, there's, there's criminals, there's stupid people, but there's also, creatives and incredible just kind-hearted people and chefs and business folks and curators musicians like this this city is really great when we allow ourselves to thrive Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know what i mean but there's also some areas that you should probably with. but like i mean again (laughs) that's everywhere that's right
2: absolutely right we definitely want to come visit you and your area
1: yeah well yeah you most definitely will just that area we'll do shot. we'll do we'll do a shot of malort there we go okay have you ever had malort no
0: but we're gonna
1: yeah we'll do it
0: we're gonna do it why not
1: what is it again do do, are you guys
2: guys, (laughs) i don't even i don't
0: even know what that is but i still want to do it
1: what is oh okay so um i'll just preface it with every time i suggest to somebody that's from Chicago. Hey, let's do a shot of Malort. They take it as a threat. Um, <laughs> but it's crazy. <laughs> so it's, it's a sweet. It's a Swedish liqueur that tastes like grapefruit and piss and like heart-wrenching sarcasm. But what's crazy is like it's such a widespread. It has a widespread reputation of being nasty, but. I I do malort shots at pretty much all of my shows because I'll say, "Hey, yo, somebody buy me a shot of malort." And they think it's so ludicrous that they'll do it and they're surprised when I take it, right? But my last show, and this is where maybe I'll make you guys feel better about it. I took a shot of malort, you know, it was gross, but like it's a good buzz. And then I took a shot of Jack Daniel's after. And Jack Daniel's makes malort taste like the most refreshing mimosa you've ever had. So it's not that oh. bad. It's not Jack Daniels
0: bad. Oh, okay. Well, I might, I might try Jack Daniel's it. Then. Is
2: bad. Oh, I, oh, we're
0: doing, oh, we're doing it. Okay. Well,
2: we're yeah, doing, we'll definitely it's already
0: play. made up. <laughs> it's already we'll been made yeah, up. We're going to have to do it. I didn't even I know saw. what it
1: was. And I was like, okay, we'll try yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We want to try something sure. new with Morgan. I'm forwarding, so, uh, I'm forwarding you the DocuSign right now. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to sign mm. Yeah. So. Jumping straight into it, I'm curious to know how you found your way to music, or really how music found its way to you, and how do you think the music that your family listened to influenced how you do yours?
1: Hmm. So, um, the passion for music really found its way to me around the age of nine and ten. I was really—it was a combination of influences, like. The names that really sparked my interest in music are like um anywhere from the Beatles to Lauren Hill to Elvis to Ray Charles to Stevie Wonder. Like basically anybody that anybody that you really look at is like an undeniable icon, Michael Jackson. Um I looked at I, I looked at the I looked at the folks who were doing it that really defined the time that they were in. I thought that that was really cool because I've always been a lover of music growing up, but it was around that age when I was like, wow, you can actually you can actually create moments that define history with music. You can do that by writing memorable songs. And so like that's when I really started songwriting. Um I got a guitar, I got a notebook and a pencil and I probably filled three of those bitches and that's where the, that's where the love of it came from. And it stayed with it stayed with me through all my life. Like I wanted to entertain like since I could remember. So I took I took lanes like uh, songwriting to uh, choir, musical theater, uh, comedic acting. I did I did all of these lanes of entertainment and music and songwriting always just stuck with me. Because no matter what kind of mood was in, like. I didn't have to act a certain way to bust out a guitar and say what I was feeling. Um, and I'm a very, I'm very passionate about self-expression like, and the way, and I have a need for it. I have an itch for it. And the the way I express it is through my songs. And, um, I just kept sticking with it. And then one day in college, uh, I finally threw my hands up in the air and said, fuck it, I'm going to pursue a music career in this and um, a friend of mine at the time who was a music business major was like, hey, can I manage you for a semester if you're really serious about it, so that's what got me into the routine of going to open mics, of um, going into recording studios, networking, and meeting people, and that um, defined like a lot of my college experience, and I was already, and I went to school at Columbia, so like I was in the city at the time already networking with the world around me. And so it was a really easy transition and a, a, not even a transition. It was seamless. Like I got, I graduated uh, and I just did it and I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. Okay. I know that's right. Bob. okay.
2: Yeah.
1: No, we see you. Don't
0: play with us. We see Don't you, girl. Play
2: with us. Don't play. Yeah.
0: No, I already know. I already know. <laughs> I already know because when I, man, I remember the first time, like I heard one of your songs, I have it. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I know it's like on the top of one of my favorite lists to listen to. And you just released it not that long ago, but I played it over and over and over. And I'm like, this fucking vibe, this girl is something different. And it just stuck with me. And I was like, I'll never forget her. I always have you somewhere in my mind like that don't forget her like hit her up hit her up (laughs) because she's that one i'm telling you this is going to be it so and we see all the hard work and dedication that you put in like your content is always good uh you connect very well with people in the comment section here um when you are active on social media you know how to genuinely like give that love Mm -hmm. back it's like really cool to see that from artists Mm -hmm. and we often talk about how that's the most important part of like building a a support system yeah yeah Yeah. which is like a fan base
1: i mean you really have to especially in the beginning and you don't have a label doing it for you because like and that's one that's one of the most taxing parts of um of this role out of anything is that like when it's just you and like you're not only doing like the music, but you're doing the you're doing the business side of it, too. At least like, you know, the what the resources that you have, um, it, it, you have to fabricate that public role yourself. It's not like something you can't hide behind. Like, you know, when you can't hide behind a team and you can't be- hide behind money. And you can't hide behind this big like image like you you have to be gracious and you have and you have to be publicly gracious Um, just because I'm trying to set myself up for good karma. You know what I mean, Um, especially because this industry is only going to get weirder, like the further we climb up in it. Um, mm. So having and, and the thing is, is like, I mean, I know I know that I got fans out there, but luckily, like my most supportive fans, too are like people like you guys like brands and uh, artists that are making it happen for yourselves and that feels really good because it really gives me a sense of um, teamwork we're all help we're all encouraging each Mm -hmm. other we're all streaming each other's music we're all uh you know we're all paying for each other's services like we're paying each other's rent and that feel- and that almost feels better than a random person like telling mm-hmm. you like your music is great I'm like whoa this person that like you know I really respect in what they're doing like they also like my work that's so cool mm-hmm. So and you know I, social media is toxic and it's kind of absolutely driving me insane but that's why that's why i'm even more gracious and loving because i really need to be i got i got to set that tone for myself before i give into uh some of the negativity right
0: yeah, yeah. and that's why right. i don't even i don't even ever think about any negativity anymore honestly because oh, we don't we don't have time for that like you that's not twitter? my mission
1: huh are you on twitter no. That's why you have less negativity in your life. Well, I have I have threads now, but I feel like
0: the things that I've been posting on threads have been helping people when yeah. they see it. So because my point of view, what I've heard from a lot of people is it really helps them see things differently for themselves. Um, I do have this innate ability to see all sides of everything and be able to kind of combine it so people can understand better what what an issue is or you know like a, a sound or, or anything really that's my gift but well,
1: yeah that's an important gift to have too because the further we dive into the digital world um I think that a lot of things you know a lot of things get misconstrued all the time I think a lot of I think the way that we portray ourselves can sometimes kind of morph us into something we're not and so to have as much real and genuine energy as possible, especially on a new app like Threads is so important. I was literally complaining about Threads to my partner the other day um, just because at the, I don't know, I was either look too many memes or too many bullies. And I, and, and I was like, it, it's new. I'm going to give it a second. But like social media attracts me, but it freaks me out because of just the amount of various behavior on there especially on Twitter it's so bad cuz people are so op- people are opinionated on Twitter more than any app combined it's like that mm-hmm. them and YouTube are like neck and neck mm-hmm. and it's something that we got to get used to because like we're playing in an opinion based game like even the services you offer like there's opinions on both sides as to what's going to conjure up the best work so i really like though that you're putting like helpful and positive energy out onto social media because we need more of it
0: well yeah well I don't give a fuck about what anybody says that's negative honestly it means nothing to me it brings no value to my life yeah and that's the way that we move with it because at the end of the day nobody that's talking shit is paying me money nobody that's talking shit is paying me for my services Mm -hmm. Uh but they are supporting me by raising up those views mm-hmm. so they can continue to watch if they want to but that has nothing to do with me that sounds like a personal they're, fucking problem so yeah and
2: they're uh wasting, just saying. they're wasting their time because we can block them real quick and unfollow real quick so we don't even follow any negativity even yeah. if it's somebody we love we just mute them
1: yep that's a good
0: way to Put that Badass in general.
2: Yeah, a lot of y'all <laughs> don't even know we've been muted you years ago.
0: Years ago. Years ago. I, lo- I-, I-, nonsense.
1: I love the fact that you said that shit talkers are no value to me because literally they're not paying me money. No. You're literally not valuable. <laughs> right. I think we've all um tried to back off
2: of social media a little mm-hmm. bit that's lately. Cool. And you know, I'm one of those people that believes that social media is, holds a lot of power. And like I met Amanda on social media, I run my business on social media. I don't have a lot of real life friends. They're all on social media. So I'm like, I, you know, I see a lot of future in it and, and business, but there is something, right. It's like, we need a break from it. And it's like, we try to live up to this portrayal of ourselves in the best light that we can mm-hmm. but I think people like us and you who are bringing the authentic emotional divine feminine energy mm-hmm. and and I think this is one of the the golden era of music no she's been saying it.
0: that for a while now she's no been saying fun. that for a while now yep, yep. yeah the golden era of music. I think this is
2: a huge time for independent
1: artists right now. Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're coming into our own. We're making, we're making names for ourselves, um, and doing it just by, just by word of mouth, honestly. Like, even virality, like, you know, you know, whether, whether you pay for help or not, I mean, like, people who like you are going to continue to spread the word. Um, and that's what, that's what's been that's what's been really dope about this journey is that I've like I've cr- I've, you know, continued to evolve my craft based on people getting to see me grow in real time. Um, mm-hmm. And it may and it makes the it makes the exchange between, you know, music and fan more valuable. It makes uh, it just makes the music a little bit more authentic and genuine. Um, it's been it's been dope.
0: Yeah. And in short,
1: it's been dope. It's been <laughs> it's been
0: hella dope. dope. Man, I, I'm telling you, music, we know music is medicine. You know, mm-hmm. not for just for you, but for the people that get to listen to you and that really connect with your music and the way that you speak, because the language that we speak, um, which is a human language, this is like all languages, the language that we speak is affirmation. So when you hear music that speaks life into you, it makes you look at things a whole different way. That's why when you listen to sad music, you get sad. When you listen to angry music, you get pissed off. When you listen to love music, you feel in love. Uh, you know, it, it really changes the frequency within our own bodies. And um, our music is important. It's valid. It's needed, especially when it comes to female artists being like super diverse with Mm -hmm. their different styles. Because women have to show these little, we have to show these little girls, these young women, what they need to be prepared for, Mm -hmm. how to walk in their destiny and their purpose, how to value themselves and their creativity and hone in on it. And not feel like they have to be put in a small box because nobody has to. We're all very diverse.
1: Or and and I think and I think too to add to your point, like I think what's been really awesome, especially about the rise of independent art, is that because it comes from such an authentic point of view, we're like, you know, we're setting a great example for the younger generation to be able to, you know look at us and not only be inspired to maybe want to take a similar path but to be able like you said to celebrate themselves I think that I think that's I think that's so huge and so important just so like you know just so because I haven't really thought about it because like you know I'm I'm uh I'm in my mid-20s so in a way I still feel like a kid but when you put it in that perspective like you know if I if I if I want little kids like looking at my career and what I'm doing like I would want them to yeah I'd want them to feel encouraged I'd want them to feel empowered to uh make it make music and make art that makes them happy like you're not going to you're not going to set you're not going to satisfy everybody but if at the end of the day you're having fun and you're spreading good positivity and love then that's all that matters and as long as we that's can nice. as long as we continue to keep you know teaching that through our art then we're doing a fine job that's facts yeah that's facts. facts yeah yeah this is yeah I like that yeah, <laughs> yeah this, that's real
2: talk <laughs> yeah facts. okay just real talk. throw it out there okay back <laughs> that
0: you heard it from Morgan Gold on the Mixed Take Queens podcast Yes, Good yeah. Plan. but yeah so I love how your container is also a golden look it's more orange
1: but yeah
0: it's kind of golden when the sun is
1: hitting it yeah when you hold when you hold it uh yeah when you hold it in the sunlight yeah if i (laughs) i'm soon i'm soon uh my like really big career goal is that um i want to recreate elvis's golden tuxedo and like wear it for a big event or something Uh or maybe maybe even like just to like get breakfast somewhere i'll like i'll call i'll call the paparazzi okay yes just for that moment paparazzi can fuck off but if i get that famous one day i'm just gonna show up to like the fucking dmv or a random brunch spot in a golden tuxedo and not say anything i'll be like what are you promoting i'm like no nope. <laughs> the fact that this is funny we
0: love elvis It's is hilarious bye <laughs> yeah yeah we love elvis yeah oh
1: yeah that we do yeah
0: but yeah so okay so back up a little bit for me so when did you first write your very first song that made you say I can do this I know for sure this is a hit I know for sure this is this is what I'm supposed to do
1: um I mean it's not a hit but when i was in when i was in eighth grade i wrote this really depressing song called back to it was called back to bed and um i it was actually one of the first songs that i ever recorded like um my dad and his friends set me up with uh with like a studio session it was really cool um so a demo of it exists but that was that was the song where i was like ooh i can write a structured song it's got a melody and it's catchy and it's got a title that i know how to reference i'm like holy shit we have a we have a we have a structured song right here and my parents are both like this is so good and like i'm like yeah like no it's good i'm not never going to release it but it it was It was the start of me being like, okay, I've I've got a I've got a knack for this, and that was about sixth. No, not sixth. Uh, sixth grade was when I started writing. So that was about two years after I really started kind of like practicing my muscle.
2: That's so cool. I love that. I'm I'm trying to see one day when you're a Grammy award winning artist. Yeah.
1: And these tapes get released New mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. demo tapes if I if I get if they get released they it, it will be without my knowledge and I'll just be like oh okay right
2: right they are out it.
1: there <laughs> right
2: do you ever look back at like some of your old notebooks and think like what the heck <laughs>
1: yes all the time all the time Aww. um all the time I mean and then, and, that, and that's like a like oh my god good and oh my god like like I have written some cringe shit. Like I've been doing this since 6th grade. So I've written some cringe shit. Um <laughs> uh, my my notes in my phone actually there's probably about 5000 notes in there that go all the way back exactly. to Yeah and, and and I've you know I've definitely like gotten rid of some but like there's a decent amount that go all the way back to like 2016 and 2017. And sometimes for fun, I'll just scroll back just to like, you know, look at like where my pen was. And um, there's some very, very dumb shit in there.
2: So how, how often are you working on music? Would you say? Are you one of the type of artists that dive into it for several months and complete it, or are you constantly every day
1: working on music? Um, every day I'm thinking about music every other day. Um, either like writing or working on something. Um, I, 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 I keep myself busy, um, with just about everything just cause I want it to be a part of my life and I want it to be the, uh, primary money maker in my life so i got to get really good at it um right. i i keep yeah i keep myself i keep myself busy like i'm with projects like i'm you know i'm working on another album right now um and i'm already thinking about my next two albums and then i'm doing features and then i'm doing you know i'm thinking about my performances so i got to rehearse for those and then i'm booking other people so even when i'm not like recording every day or writing every day, I'm involving myself in the community in, in my network um 24-7. Every day there's some conversation to be had. Okay. Yeah. So
2: when you're writing, like take us through your writing process. Are you on the guitar? Um do you come up with a melody first or do you have lyrics? And do you
1: write or do you have a freestyle? Mm -hmm. um very rarely do i freestyle but if i do then it then it's super fun it just kind of it has to feel right i'm definitely much more of a lyricist than i am like i like to write i like to think about the concept and i like to write it out kind of like an author would do a book um it depends i think certain songs call for certain styles like for example like when I'm working with my partner, Skylar, usually what'll happen is, um, sometimes there's a preselected beat that I heard her do. And I'm like, whoa, like, that's cool. I got to save that and write to it. Sometimes, um, actually more often than not, um, I'll be in the room while the, pro- like the outline of the production is there. And I'll like, kind of start to flesh out the structure of the melody and the lyrics. Um, usually, usually the melody and the lyrics come at the same time. I don't, I, it's been a really long time since I've written a song and only had lyrics, but never applied them because I have perfect pitch. So I can, I can write and hear the notes in my head. I know what key I'm in. I know what, what the notes are. So usually I'm, anytime I'm writing lyrics, I have a key in mind and I have the notes in mind. And then sometimes I'll write on guitar. Um again, I know I just listed, like, eight processes, but, again, like, it just depends on what the song calls for, like, if I know that the song is going to be sung in a certain way, I'm like, cool, I want to write this to guitar, if I know that it needs to be just kind of, like, spur of the moment off the top, I either am going to write it in session, or I'm going to freestyle it, um, I also do not like to write to beats, like, Unless the producers in the room like working on it. But if someone like sends me a beat and I'm writing to it for a feature, I'll listen to the beat. But then I don't want the beat playing because then the loop then the loop's going to start over. I'm going to need to find my place. But the lyric that I was working on is like not until this part. And so I can't do it. Like I, I need no music. And then I kind of just need to write to it. And then I'll go back and listen just to make sure that like my placement's right. But I don't know. I've been writing for so long and doing it in so many different ways that I kind of just try to adapt to whatever style the song calls for. Um, I just I like to surround myself with music all the time. So I I don't have like a I don't have a ritual. Maybe I'll develop one, though maybe maybe one day but for now my brain is in way too many places at once to set to set <laughs> like a specific structure like yeah i'm still trying to get my more i'm still trying to get my morning routine on straight like it's a struggle hey at
0: what? least you're if you're attempting at least you're attempting yeah yes.
1: some people don't even attempt that's mm-hmm. true that's true thank you thank
2: yeah you. yeah you know what you gotta do and Sometimes it takes a, I mean, you're in your twenties, so Yeah. So am I we got a lot of time to go, you know. We're just getting in the we're just getting warmed up. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 in a transitional period. Let me put that. I'm in a transitional period. I'm about three years, no, two years out from thirty. So well we're getting Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, we're Get married. <laughs> 30, 30, 30s
1: and thirties, and new twenty-five. I ain't worried. Yeah, no, no,
0: that's real. That's I wor-
1: real. I, ain't worried one bit. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for my thirties. I'm just excited for life. I'm excited. I'm excited for all the different phases. I'm excited to be, uh, like in my seventies and wearing like a bedazzled jacket. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I'm ready. For- I'm ready for it all.
0: Right, nobody's gonna know my real fashion until I turn seventy. Because then I don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> I will show up in a flamingo in this bitch. You don't know me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna show you.
1: <laughs> so you're gonna, but, so you're yeah. gonna, you say you're gonna be a you're gonna be a flamingo.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna dress in a flamingo
2: suit. Oh, I love that's that. my style.
0: I love Weird. that. Yeah, you know, every day, just different costume
1: pretty much did you see the uh the the, some uh, i forget which celebrity dressed up this year for halloween or the previous year as like literally just a worm
0: (laughs) that's so weird
1: it was just a worm (laughs) and her partner was like a fisherman that like had like (laughs) cast on a line and you could only see like you could barely see like her eyes and mouth and it was really it was a little disturbing cuz it was a very <laughs> realistic looking worm and uh, but i think that's genius because how many people that day would have expected just a worm <laughs>
0: nobody
1: no nobody. exactly exactly i think that's genius i got to out i got to outdo worm how do i outdo <laughs> a worm that's you, hard one you can't yes, yes. Mm-hmm. i mean
2: Probably can. You
0: probably can. Imagine, yeah. You just show up as somebody's toe for no fucking reason. That's kind of scary, actually. Depending on what toe it is, but
1: if I could get ten, if I could get nine other people to be toes with me, so that we could <laughs> complete a foot, that would be so funny. Okay. Do you want Do you guys watch the Eric Andre show?
0: Wait, what is it?
1: Oh. The Eric Andre show.
0: No, what is that? What is that?
1: it's this dude named eric andre and he's uh he's a comedian a very very crazy man and he um walked into a restaurant like as an octopus and then he had like eight other dudes be like his tentacles and they were just harassing people in this restaurant and it was uh it was pretty oh, great it was pretty <laughs> great but like ha- every ha- every halloween like once like i get a bigger budget like half of it, like I'll sign to a label just to take all of my earnings and put them towards a Halloween costume each year. You,
2: you might as well open your own haunted house, yeah, know, or uh, Party City, yep, and
0: just costume it out. Honestly,
1: if I bought all of the Party Cities in the country and just rebranded into something fucking crazy, I could. I would combine party city and spencers oh yeah and then birth it into something so chaotic i'll be like on my elon musk shit with party city but we'll make it like more fun instead of more stressful
0: (laughs) yeah there you go more fun
2: instead of stressful yeah sorry sorry, so so
1: tell us what else you're
2: working on lately you say you're working on an album and you're already thinking of two more but tell us about you know, what else you got going on?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I, I, I'm performing six more shows I know of this year. And then I'm like throwing an additional, I think like four or five. Um, and just trying to, you know, I'm trying to knock those shows out but also start thinking about next year. I definitely want to be out of the um not well, I would love to be out of the country. It's just a little more expensive than just driving a couple states over, but I want to um I want to do like performances in other cities uh just to expand my audience and meet people. Um in terms of like music with what I've got going my catalog, there's a second album. I don't know if you guys have seen those like spooky looking pictures of me behind mm-hmm. the bus. So that's like the main character of my second album routine that um that slower song that I just dropped with like the white silhouette, like on the like rings. Yeah. That's the first single off of the second album. So we're already in like the rollout. i um, hoping to have that out by the fall. Um, there's two conceptual um, albums that I'm like already kind of scheming. And, uh, one of them is going to be another project with Skylar. And then the other one, um, it's been my dream for a long time to produce like a gorgeous dazzling pop album. So that's going to be like my big, big project. Um, and then just a lot of collabs, like I've, I don't even know how many features I've done this summer, but they're all like kind of, I think they're all going to kind of like start coming out in the fall. A few collab projects um, with like me and other producers. And uh, yeah. And then I'm headlining two shows in the fall. Woo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yes. Busy. Big yeah, boxing. Okay.
1: Still, yes. Okay. I'm still caught up on sleep. I don't know how. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're putting in that work. Mm-hmm. yeah no. and, and like been... you
0: said routine routine baby the more you do it the, the better you get at it
1: yeah so then, that's right yeah,
0: you do what you gotta do especially when you when you're dreaming so big and the world tells you the dream is just too big but you know you know you got it
1: it's all about you know, it's all know. about like you know if your dream if your dream is so high that people think it's unattainable then like the only thing that's like Maybe unattainable is just you going straight up there in a nanosecond. Like you get, you, you can you can, you can reach whatever dream you want as long as you create attainable steps to get there. But you got to make them attainable. You got to find out what's attainable and then get your mind right, put in the work, and you know, don't be afraid to fail, but learn from your mistakes. And then you triumph even more on your, and you just, you'll eventually be so fearless that. You know, nothing's gonna stop you. And that's the mind that's the mindset you gotta have. You have to have.
2: That part. Yeah,
1: yes. that part. I love okay. to see
2: it. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. happy to see you in the spirit of creating and mm-hmm. and thriving. And you are so sweet and gracious. You've mm-hmm. always been good to us. We love you unconditionally. We'll always support you. And we wanna let everybody know to Go see Morgan Gold. Go listen stream her music, listen to it, watch, watch her videos. And like she said, go see. Like
0: pull up to Chicago and go see her perform.
2: Show
1: up. Show up and show up. Show up and support. Come all the the tickets are like not more than $20. See? Yeah. Yesterday's price. Okay. Yes. Yes. Correct. Right. I love that phrase oh
2: and we'll have period. all your links in the description mm-hmm. we'll have your website everything so people can follow you on instagram yeah. apple music spotify and anywhere
1: else that you're on pretty yeah. much. anywhere everything. you can find me stream me
0: period
1: yes thank period. you guys so much for having me I really appreciate it
2: Oh, we well,
0: appreciate thank you. you taking some time out to actually sit with us and have this interview. It really means yeah. a lot yeah. that okay. you used our platform. It's an honor,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you.
1: No problem. And then let me know if you guys need anything from me in terms of like promo tools, in terms of pictures, like, you know, I'll contribute what I can, help you guys out. Okay,
0: okay bet. Yeah. Hey, all right, well, have a great rest of your
1: week.
2: You too, See guys. Give you lots thank you of so love. Much. Love you, Rise like a phoenix into
1: a realm of the unknown.